I am honestly so happy for you that you press play on this episode because I am officially starting a Becoming Her series and you are going to massively glow up from the inside out. If you have been following this podcast for some time, you understand that reality, your physical reality, is a mirror. It's a response to your inner world and nothing more or less. It all starts from within and your glow up starts from within. It's an energetic thing. Everything here is energy. Everything that we feel, everything that we do, everything that we respond to, you name it, it's all made up of energy. So I wanted to make this series to hyper-focus on each topic, of course starting with feminine energy. But before we get started, I just want to be clear about this one thing. I will be talking about integrating the masculine energy as well to find that balance and really manifest your dream reality, your dream relationships, your dream anything. I can't tell you what a dream life looks like, but you can. And you can decide what it is that you would like to experience in this life by who you become and the way that you choose to look at life and the way that you choose to interact with other people. That's on you. But I just want to provide that step-by-step process that I didn't have along my journey when I was going through dark times or when I was finding myself and trying to figure things out and I didn't really know anything about energy. I needed this episode. I want to make it clear that we'll be talking about balancing out the feminine and the masculine a lot regardless of the fact I have talked about this in previous episodes. I will be hyper focusing on why this is so important and how to really cultivate this within yourself and start to develop that relationship with your higher self in order to take your reality to that next level in ancient scriptures and all of these ancient texts there is a balance that is not spoken of enough but if you just observe in your reality there is a balance that the human vessel needs to seek something like too much water can kill you yet our bodies are mostly made up of water and it's the essence of life So too much of the essence of life can kill you. And we see it in greens and carrots. Too much of a good thing is not good for you. It leads to some form of death. And one thing we know about our creator, our God, is that God is a God of the living. So pay attention to this because you'll notice that it's not good to have too much and become greedy. And it's not good to have too little and become needy. There's a balance that we must find in order to reach that inner union and the zero points that I talk about in previous episodes. And this is the key to manifesting your dream life, I promise you, and the highest version of yourself will come of this as a response to your inner work. So I do talk about how suffering is one way we transform and we refine our lead into gold, but there is a beautiful way in doing this because self-love is the embodiment of all of creation. It makes up all life, all life forms, all consciousness. And it's a great place to start. If you don't know much about self-love, tune in to episode one. One of the most important things you will learn along your journey is dismantling illusions and clearing out confusion and clearing your perspective in order to evolve gracefully. So yes, there is another way to beautifully evolve 
without needing to endure suffering and I wish I knew this a long time ago but basically you heal yourself this is a way to access that feminine polarity that is inside all of us so I'm gonna get clear on this in episode one and we'll take it from there but I'm so excited and if you are new here of course warm welcome I'm your host Rose and this is ethereal girl so what is becoming her becoming her is becoming the main character of your life movie in this life there are many roles that people play and you assign them and you assign your own so it's basically main character energy you're the star of the show you're the star of your movie if you've watched any movie in your lifetime you know exactly what i'm talking about there's always someone that the story is about and that would be you so essentially it's becoming the highest version of yourself it's becoming your dream girl however you define that of course i can't define that for you these social media posts can't do it for you either close your eyes and envision the highest version of yourself whatever that might mean for you and that is the goal for this series so i want to dive deep into feminine energy in this episode because there is a confusion and it's constantly being confused for femininity one thing feminine energy is not is painting your nails and living some kind of soft life i don't know where all of this came from you guys i genuinely don't but number one there is nothing soft about the energy of creation the feminine polarity makes up life itself it's a big part of creation the elements all contained inside and that's no joke you guys <laughs> i don't know i personally don't know where all of this like soft life feminine thing came from regarding feminine energy femininity yes of course there's tips for girls to feel better about themselves and to create balance within themselves i think that it's actually beautiful don't get me wrong because it is a part of nurturing yourself and tending to the mother your womb and healing and doing the inner work and i think because it promotes that it can technically be feminine energy as well but I need you to understand there is a difference between a femininity and feminists and the energy that we're talking about today. I need to explain something first of all. We are taught that marriage is basically going to some courthouse and getting papers signed or going to an altar and saying I do. That that's the divine marriage that these esoteric books are speaking of. But it could not be further from the truth. I hate to say this, but the real divine marriage happens inside of you. The real divine marriage is with Christ, which you are one with. The Christ light, Christ consciousness. Okay, and when I say this, I mean you have the awareness of Christ, but of course, it's a lot more than just the consciousness of Christ. So that is what divine union is all about. And if you're listening to these episodes and you're starting to integrate those polarities within you, which by the way, there are three of them and I am going to discuss those today, but if you are starting to create that balance within yourself and heal your past experiences and heal from the need to overwork yourself and burn out and all of these things, you might just manifest 
the physical embodiment of the other half of you, which technically you are not a half of anything. My point is you will come into physical contact with the physical embodiment of another person that might just resonate with your soul. Other people call this a twin flame. Some people call this a soulmate. Don't be surprised when they manifest into your life after doing some inner work because this is what alignment looks like and this is what real connection is made up of. And the more you do the inner work, the more opportunities you are blessed with. So as you know, I am a believer in God. I believe that there is a higher intelligence that has created all things that we embody and we are not apart from. I want to talk about what marriage is that. Marriage is much more than the joining of two physical people. Marriage is a universal order, a bonding relationship. It unites the male and female energies into a united whole. And all male and female energies seek this marriage. So it's not about being straight or being gay or having other preferences at all. Don't get me wrong. But it's true that our physical embodiment of these energies are seeking to expand through one another, with one another, together as one. So it doesn't matter if you are not straight. It does not matter because this could be in the form of a best friend, of a sibling, of a parent. It doesn't matter. The soul is seeking to unite and catapult closer to Christ. That's the whole point. And you guys, the reason I speak of inner union in this way is because I want you to understand that feminine energy is a part of the atom which makes up all matter and it cannot create life by itself. So to create a new reality then we can say that you need to integrate both of these energies and stop listening to coaches that tell you that feminine energy is everything or am I in my masculine energy? That's so wrong. What do you mean? You are made up of both of them, I promise you. And you are never one without the other. The only thing that you can be is imbalanced. But guess what? Because the higher intelligence corrects all things and is consistently doing this through your intuitive body, it's okay because whatever is in balance can find its way again and it will and that's God's promise to you and to himself. So the soul has a goal like we've talked about before which is divine union and the reason for this is expansion. So you will use male and female physical bodies to catapult closer to the source God and your entire relationship including arguments are manifestations of wounds and your attempt at healing them and balancing them out. If you turn away from you, you turn away from the other. But really, it's just you running from you. So every interaction that you have with anyone in your life, you are seeking balance and expansion. And sometimes it's not painted pretty. Sometimes it doesn't feel good. Sometimes our ego is challenged. But that's okay because ultimately, your soul is the pure essence of love. And it's the only thing that it knows. And it's the ego that can't stand these relationship dynamics and is seeking to gain something from the other person and is coming from a place of what can you do for me? So step one in healing your feminine energy and fully embodying this is no longer entering relationships from a place of what can this do for me? What can I get out of this? 
I'm telling you, all of these tips will increase your magnetic energy without the need for manipulation and corny control. Because the truth is you can't control anyone and you can't change them. And the fact that you're seeking to do this, or if you ever do, for attention or validation, it is completely unnecessary because you are the vessel between dimensions. And that is no fucking light energy, babe. It's not. I'm telling you, you don't know your worth. You don't know who you really are and the power that you hold when you take the advice of other people telling you, make someone obsessed with you or make someone love you to get something out of them, to get money, to get attention, to get time, anything. Stop approaching relationships like this because you are doing this to yourself ultimately. There is no other. And so long as you believe you are interacting with other people, you are coming from a place of ego, which means you are coming from a place of blindness. You have got to take that blindfold off to truly evolve and expand. And I promise you, you will become irreplaceable as fuck. No joke. (laughs) Because many people in this world are so afraid to be vulnerable, so afraid to be open to love and authentic connection. But I swear if you just get rid of this fear, it is so powerful. And we'll talk about how vulnerability is one of the most attractive things to the opposite sex here in a few minutes. But just to stay on topic, you are dealing with yourself. So when you are dealing with other people, it's important to remember this. Of course, set energetic boundaries. It's always important to set those and don't let anyone cross them by any means necessary. And this, of course, is coming from a place of love because this is how we help each other grow is by setting those boundaries. And even though the ego might not like a piece of candy taken away from it like it's some baby and make no mistake, your nervous system hates this. It doesn't feel right, especially if you grew up being a people pleaser. It's going to feel terrible when you first start setting boundaries whatever habit that you work on day in and day out and you stay consistent and you stay determined it'll happen and that's your manifestation when all of those new neurons finally connect there is your new state of being there is your new experience there is the magic the manifestation so it's really a beautiful scientific process to keep this in mind when you are interacting with others and if these thoughts of manipulating a guy cross your mind or manipulating a woman look within yourself and realize that you are diminishing your worth and who you really are which is a sovereign being who does not need to play these mind games these mental games of the ego which leads you to just crappy experiences you guys i've said it once and i said it before if you are out to glow up in terms of finances and this isn't all about just healing right you want to acquire all of these finances and you want this dream life and you want to build this wealth and you want that yacht and you want that jet whatever it is it does not mean that you are going to experience your dream life when you acquire these things because it's not the purpose of acquiring them. The purpose of all of this is about who you are and who you become in the process of gaining these things and what you do with it matters. Your ability to give back, your ability to not experience feelings of greed because 
It doesn't matter if you have $100 or you have a million dollars. Who are you? Who is the person holding that money? Because that is what your experience is going to be like. I have met very lonely, rich people, very miserable, rich people that would trade places for normal, regular life in a farm somewhere with the love of their life, living a simple reality. I promise you, this is real. So this is all about who you are becoming. And that's another reason why I'm making this series because every single thing starts from within everything. It's not just about telling yourself you're amazing and you're unmatched and really believing those things about yourself. It's also about feeling. It's about energy. The most powerful thing in this reality is feeling. I want you to close your eyes and just picture a heart and then I want you to picture a brain and then I want you to picture reality because those two together are the feminine and masculine polarities that create all matter. The heart comes first. It's way more powerful than the mind. And this has been proven in so many studies already that the magnetic field of your heart is 10 times more powerful than your mind and your thoughts. So we must remember feeling. We need to remember frequency not just telling ourselves positive things all the time. Sure, that helps and that works. And it's a part of the process of creation. But we dismiss feeling so much. So I want you to ask yourself, because this is a game changer. It was for me. It's for many of my clients. How do I feel about who I am and what I bring to this world? Do I feel worthy? Do I feel like an amazing person? Do I feel worthy of receiving these blessings that I'm calling in for myself mentally? When I say these affirmations, when I listen to advice, how do I feel? Am I in a position to receive these blessings? Do I feel worthy enough to open up to love? Can I recognize it when it presents itself in front of me? Am I healed enough for that? Am I present enough for that? to not only take this money or these blessings and multiply it and pass it down because that's true wealth. Ask yourself these questions. Whatever it is that you're calling in, remember to ask yourself how you feel and journal it. And even if you start by feeling like crap and not feeling worthy, because I'm going to need you to be very honest with yourself for this to work. If you feel unworthy, write it down and get clear on where you at in your journey of self evolution and do the dirty work and face yourself you know sit with your shit because this is the secret key to making changes in your life it doesn't matter where you are right now because everyone is at different stages some people's hell is another person's heaven you know so it's completely subjective to your life and experiences and what you want out of it so let's get back on topic it's important to direct the focus within Okay, inner union of the masculine and the feminine. The electrical and the emotional body 
must be in harmonious balance. This is otherwise known as a divine dance, which if you could see nothing here and you had the ability to filter all of this out and you could see the real reality, which is made up of energy, you would see a bunch of beautiful dances throughout the universe. You would see nothing but atoms dancing all over the place and just trying to find balance. You would see energy in motion, which is feeling your emotions. That's the only thing that you would see. And because the masculine polarity exists and it becomes one with the feminine, that is when we get matter and we create this ego and we create this reality experience, which is beautiful because it's temporary. And this reminds me of a movie that I watched with Brad Pitt. I think it was Troy or something like that. He said something about the gods being jealous because we're mortal. We get to experience things we otherwise will never be able to experience again when we are once again with the eternal consciousness. We will never feel another person the way we do now. We will never be as beautiful as we are today. And it was so eye-opening and gorgeous because it's a reminder that life is a gift and we are only here to experience. We're here to gain that. So it's important not to attach yourself to things and people because we're not able to take any of it with us. We are born in this life alone and we leave this life alone, but we are all connected for eternity. And the ego wants to cling on to things so badly. It wants things to last forever. And so then if it loses one thing, like a child losing a piece of candy, it can't stand it. It can't take it. Sometimes it creates resentment. Sometimes it creates hate and heartbreak. And that's the human experience in itself because we believe the things in front of us. We believe that every single item and every single person is going to be with us forever and we want to hold on to it. But the truth is that is an illusion. Be grateful for every single experience you have ever had in your life, especially if you were blessed enough to experience feeling loved or loving someone, even if it didn't work out for you. Have that gratitude that you got to experience it at all because that's what you're here to collect. You're here to collect that and wisdom so that you can use it to catapult closer to source. I am not just saying all of these things. I have learned these very rough lessons in my life. I have acquired this wisdom because I have loved and I have lost, but I have also realized in the process, and that's the gift of Christ and the feminine energy that gives us wisdom, and we're able to use it and pass down and help other people. And that's what it's all about, you guys. And so this is why you have got to direct the focus within yourself for you, for your growth, for your expansion, and watch how you glow up like crazy. You have got to remember that you can't change other people, but you can change yourself. From doing so, you will notice your outer world change, including your relationships. You don't need to try and change someone else or try and get them to be a certain way that fits your ideas of them. 
you just let them be and you experience each other beautifully. And this is how you grow together and you evolve and you evolve together. So just remember this. I get DM'd all the time about people in toxic relationships not seeing a way out and not knowing what to do. And it's like, take a step back and focus on your inner world. That's it. None of these tactics on making a man obsessed or making a woman obsessed and making people crave you and become a magnet and all of these things, none of it really truly matters if you don't do inner work. Think about the most magnetic people you've ever met or seen. Just observe them. They've done something to feel good about themselves, to be smiling all the time, to maybe have an amazing body because they take care of it, or amazing health because they take care of it. Think about anyone you've ever been magnetically pulled to. They have done some level of inner work, and this is what your soul is picking up on, and this is what makes it so attractive, right? And most people do not have that. Therefore, they're wanting to get this. They're wanting to get some of that energy. And that's okay. That's not the same thing as energy vampirism, someone trying to steal your energy. It's okay to have something that another person wants. So let's get real for a second. Like I said, I'm not about to give you tips on how to be more girly and how to please a man with all of these patriarchal and societal norms. I'm not going to do that. But what I am going to do is talk about the atom and talk about the feminine polarity in the atom. So within this, we have a positive or male nucleus no one talks about and the negative or female electron shells, which are married to the nucleus to produce something greater than themselves, which is a whole atom. And this makes up all of creation. So there is actually a big three, you guys. If you've noticed in the spiritual community, the number three means something powerful. It's the energy of creation, especially when you see it in sequences, right? If you've ever seen angel number 333, it's a powerful number found in many esoteric books, in scripture, and this is exactly why. It's the atom and what makes it up. It's found in all matter for this very reason. So I find that so intriguing. The feminine energy is the electron the subatomic particle, which are the building blocks of all form. So anything you see in your current reality is made up of feminine energy, the electron, right? So there's a verse, Matthew 18, 19. And of course, this is different depending on what book you read. But in the Holy Bible, it says, where two or three gather, there I am. So the third major particle in the atom is called neutron. And to create balance, the proton, which is the male energy, then has a marriage relationship with the two particles, the female electron and the neutral neutron. And all life forms are seeking this balance. They seek to return to purpose, which is neutral, otherwise known as the father. The stability return is reached through marriage. And this is what the soul is seeking. So I just put it in scientific terms for you guys. When I am speaking of feminine energy, it's talking about the electron and the atom. Think Adam and Eve, right? Atom. So now that that's cleared up, we know that we're not playing games here. We are working with feeling. We are working with the energy of creation. And there's nothing more powerful than that. And the fact that you are made up of this is just... 
It's so beautiful and I need you to stop thinking that you need to change something outside of yourself to embody the highest version of yourself. No, you don't have to change anything outside of you. You don't have to continue comparing yourself to other people and feeling small and playing small in this life because you contain the energy of all of creation, all of it, all within you, all the makings of you. And I need you to really understand that and stop playing small and belittling yourself and questioning yourself and questioning your intuition because I promise you it's never wrong. It's your inner guidance system, the higher intelligence that you have access to at all times. So we're here to return to the Father, to return to God, to return to neutrality. And so to create balance, we need to understand the purpose of these two energies. The male or the positive energy is radiant, right? Action-oriented or the sender of energy. It's all about sending energy outwardly. So let's think law of attraction for a second. Let's say the male is law of attraction and the female is law of assumption because it's all based on feeling. And the law of attraction is all based on vibration, which is sending out a frequency into the universe. So these actually work together. They're not apart from each other. They are one and the same if you understand them and you understand how to use them both. So the female or negative energy, the yin and yin and yang, this is the unseen. It is negative as in electricity, right? It's magnetic, it's attractive, and it's on the receiving end. So the male energy is the giver, the sender, and the female is the receiver. And this is an ongoing process that's happening 24-7. In a previous episode of Attracting Wealth, I kind of talk about this a little bit, how you need to give and receive to not only keep your wealth, but to multiply it. And this is the reason, guys, unfortunately, I know we want to believe that people have amazing hearts and that's the reason these things exist. But the truth is the elites know and people that have a lot in this world know that the more they give, the more they receive because this is how creation works. This is how things multiply. They understand energy and more importantly, they understand feminine energy, which is passive income and freedom of time and freedom from stress and worry regarding finances. So this is what's not talked about enough. The reason charities exist, the reason tithing exists, you know, giving back that 10% to a local church, things like that is because this is just how the universe is set up. This is how the world goes round. And no one really understands why, but they just simply understand this is how energy works. And they understand that everything is made up of it. This isn't just something a few high school girls came up with and decided to make up on their own. This is very real and it's scientifically proven, which you'll find most of what I talk about is. I don't want to be that person that just like makes things up and nothing is backed by some studies because there's evidence of all things in this world, which of course aren't necessary, but yeah. The physical aspect, the materials are coming from the male energy, 
for the growth of the body and they're drawn to the woman by the power of magnetism which is again the aspect of the female energy so the mind is the masculine energy because it dominates and directs the female energy it's the leader of the spiritual household the reason for this is because it's in charge of helping the feminine energy navigate reality navigate the quantum field because that's what you're doing so basically if you're having a bad thought the feminine energy is then triggered and you're not going to feel so good you're going to feel like something's wrong because the masculine energy has picked something up with your eyes because that is the ego body your vision and it sends it to the feminine polarity and it says this is what i'm witnessing this is what's going on how are you going to react and the feminine polarity then reacts based upon whatever the masculine energy has witnessed. So it's in charge of this aspect. And as you can see, all of us have this. It's not just, oh, they're dominant and oh, they're masculine or oh, I'm feminine. No, everyone has a, of course, feminine or masculine core, depending on the levels of inner work that you've done. And especially if you are a man or a woman, a man is a physical embodiment of the masculine, but it doesn't mean that's his energy at this point in time. And the same with a woman. So we can't just look at it like that. And we can't just say alpha is masculine and beta is feminine, first of all, because we're not chimpanzees, we are people. And that means that we operate off of energy, not alpha and beta. So I just wanted to get clear on that. In all relationships, the male unit must be mostly radiant and the center of energy. He must be sending, right? And the female must be polarized as magnetic and receiving, or the energy of the relationship will be out of balance. So this applies to your inner self and of course your outer self and experiences as well. If you are in a relationship or you're just having relationships with other people in platonic ways or your family members, whatever. If there's something out of balance within you, you're going to experience some imbalances in your environment and with other people. And sometimes the soul does put itself in these situations to expand, to suffer and challenge itself so that it can gain wisdom from the experiences. But a lot of times the ego decides to stay comfortable and blame others or self-blame even and then stay stuck in a rut and no changes are made, of course. It's important that we understand how energy works and that's why I'm focusing on this for the very first episode of this series. So that you understand I am not talking about going to put on some makeup and being so hot to attract a masculine core guy or woman, whatever. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I am talking about the atom and when you understand this, you guys, you understand everything and you are then able to navigate this reality to the best of your ability and have the greatest little experience that you get as a human being on this planet. And I think that is so important because life does not need to be a shit show. 
and I wish I knew this early on, but it is what it is. I genuinely believe that I have acquired all of these hardships in order to be able to help you guys hopefully avoid those things or just meet you where you are because I've been there and I have walked it and that's how I am who I am today. I am who I am today because I have walked in the darkness. I have evolved through it and I have become who I am today with this platform. So I'm very grateful for that. But there are different ways. And of course, the number one way is integrating self-love and creating that beautiful relationship with your inner self and not seeking validation or asking other people if you're worthy and asking them if this is okay or if that's okay. It's like sit with yourself and listen to your inner guidance system because it will not let you down and it will just make you that much more powerful honestly someone that listens to their intuition is just leave them alone because they are unmatched unfuckwithable and just yeah walk away this is actually the number one tip and developing your feminine energy and that is understanding how sacred it is and that's why i said what i said in the way that i said it because that is tip number one your energy is sacred stop giving it away because you have a unique energy imprint that cannot be replaced by anyone or anything and it is something so sovereign in this world you are the one true being that creates all of your experiences you are one with God. You are the vessel between dimensions. And I need you to understand that not everyone can gain access to your energy without your subconscious permission. This means that you choose what you react to. You can't control what other people do, but you can control how you react, which is that feminine polarity we talk about so many times. You are in charge of your state of being. Let other people experience their perspectives that have nothing to do with you. So if someone is offended, let's say, because of something you said, it's because they have a unique perspective, okay? Because we are meant to have that. Put it this way, if I am a creator, I'm the higher intelligence, right? And I'm God and I would want to create all of my extensions, experiencing the world of time human beings i would want each of their eyes to see something different so that i can gain the most wisdom to expand myself throughout all of creation throughout all of the universe because i am god right this is what i'm imagining if i were obviously the higher intelligence the supreme being that creates all things I would want to spread myself out in this way so that I can see each point of view and I can see each perspective to acquire wisdom and knowledge because underneath all of this, we are all connected. We are all one, but we're not meant to always see eye to eye and everyone is their own person. Everyone is dealing with their own healing, with their own traumas, with their own relationships, with their own trials and all kinds of things everyone is dealing with their own and you don't know what that looks like you really don't it doesn't matter if you live with someone if you talk to them every day you genuinely don't know what someone's inner world looks like and the rose-colored glasses they are seeing life out of or maybe they are tainted black you don't know 
So it's important to remember that when interacting with others. Your energy is yours. Even though we are one, we're still separate strings of consciousness. Protect it. Make no mistake, all the people like celebrities and elites, they know this. And this is why they don't respond to everyone. It has nothing to do with being stuck up or being an asshole. They understand energy and how sacred it is. And that once you open the doors of communication, you are doing something called exchanging energy. So protect it, babe. And I don't mean in an egoic kind of way. Just carry yourself like you're worth something. Because damn, you really are. Secondly, heal your sister wounds. I deal with this a lot. And it's very unfortunate. But I have dealt with a lot of women haters in my lifetime. It has gotten better as I'm doing the inner work on healing my sister wounds because I was mistreated by women growing up, by girls, I was bullied, and I grew up thinking girls didn't really want to be my friends. It was, I'm not going to lie, in high school, girls would pretty much hate me for existing and they would think I was trying to take their man or like after their boyfriends, whatever, and I internally was dying inside. I was crumbling. I was shy. I was depressed. I would never try to do that to any other girl, but that's just how they perceived me. And it has to do with the sister wound. Women have been catty toward each other and competitive toward each other. And just, it's crazy. If you pay attention to men, men don't even do this. Men come together and they have like these bromances. <laughs> But women, for some reason, have a hard time doing this. Feeling like you can't make friends or can't trust girls or open up to them and trust them around your man, it has to do with that sister wound. At some point in your life, you witnessed something and your subconscious registered it and didn't like it very much. And now you're basically programmed. So it's important to heal this, heal the relationship with your mother, your sister, if you have one and just come together as one you guys and if someone doesn't want to meet you there and they're not ready to do that that's okay as long as you are and you continue on this journey look at your closest friends as souls that just choose to support each other change the way that you look at things and the things you look at change you should be able to 100 feel yourself in these dynamics and you should feel like the relationship is balanced and equal. And ask yourself if you are triggered at all in your friendships or around other women, if they are beautiful. Does it trigger something in you? Do you feel like you might not be as pretty? Do you feel like you might not be as lucky or privileged? Pay attention to these feelings, especially if you compare yourself a lot to girls on social media. Because this says a lot about what you need to heal. Every single thing is like this messenger that's alerting you on the aspects of yourself that could use some improvement. Because that's what life is all about. Just basically improvement and experience. So when you are triggered, pay attention. If you're around a guy that looks at other women on social media and he makes you feel insecure, for example, set the boundary because that's also a part of healing these wounds. Boundary setting in healthy ways. If it makes you uncomfortable, let it be known. You're just not ready. You're not that version of yourself that is at a place that is secure enough to allow someone to look at other women 
And I know that many coaches have so many different perspectives on this. They say things like, that's disrespectful and that's wounded feminine if you allow for this to happen. But the truth is jealousy is a wounded feminine. Feeling like you are insecure is the wounded feminine. Feeling like you are not good enough and comparing yourself is the wounded feminine. So pay attention to these triggers when they do come up. And of course, if you're setting boundaries and someone disrespects them, that's a different story. You need to be honest with yourself, to be honest with other people. And if you have told someone verbally, hey, this makes me feel insecure. I'm not ready to be the version of myself that is okay with this. I'm not okay with this. Then let it be known. And if they cross that boundary, let them go because that's what boundary setting is all about and letting someone go helps them to heal themselves too you might be what another person needs to lose you might need to be a lesson for them to evolve trust me on this one relationships especially in this generation are so ego filled it's all about what I can get out of this person or I'm with you because you make me feel good. And if you take that feeling away, I'm uncomfortable and I no longer want to be with you. You know, it's all ego based. What can you do for me, right? But that's not a sacred relationship. That's not a sacred partnership. A sacred relationship is one that comes together in unison and is authentic. You communicate with each other and you're honest about where you're at in your journeys. And if you find alignment in each other, then you build on that and you grow closer to God in this way. And you both understand that it's not about owning each other. It's not about making each other feel a certain way or do a certain thing and fit your ideas of what a person should do or should be in your life. Pay attention to your feeling. Like I said, how do you feel? Always come back to that and always be honest with yourself because that's what it's all about. The third tip I need you to really understand is that any setback, any failure, any heartbreak is your superpower. This is no joke. You have got to start seeing suffering and failures for what they truly are, which are opportunities to grow. How can you learn from something if you don't screw it up at least once? You'll know what not to do. You'll know what works and what doesn't. So be open to heartbreak and setbacks because this is another way that you grow and you expand your consciousness. And the more you do this, the more sexy and attractive you become because there is nothing hotter than self-awareness and nothing more magnetic than someone that does inner work and that is able to self-reflect without their ego getting in the way. Because remember, someone that can't do this is classified as a narcissist. And a narcissist is not evil to me. I don't care what anyone says. It is a wounded child, a wounded inner child that is trying to gain love by controlling and manipulating other people. And it's someone so wounded that they can't sit with their own wounds and self-reflect and heal themselves. You have to think this is someone that is so broken inside. They are unable to sit with themselves and self-reflect because it would be too overwhelming for them to do so. So they live in their egos and it's easier for them in this way. But make no mistake, they want love, but they are trying to extract it through control and manipulation techniques. So if you've ever been scrolling TikTok and you come across some city girl advice 
or oh, manipulate this guy like this. This is some dark psychology. Understand what you are dabbling in. You're dabbling in dark forces. They are powerful too, just as much as the light forces. But what you are feeding is incredibly important here because one dims your light and the other one doesn't. One dims your magnetism and the other one amplifies it. So I promise you guys, if you are mindful about the things that you tune into, the things that you feed mentally and emotionally, it's a game changer. You will transform. And this is what feminine energy really is all about, is bringing it back to how you feel, asking yourself, does this feel right to me? And if the answer is no, keep scrolling, move along. You don't need to make all of these crazy changes and manipulate guys. I have been proposed to like three times in my life. I'm young, so it's not gonna be this crazy large number. I haven't been with many guys cause I'm super selective and it needs to be a magical experience <laughs> for me. Like genuinely, I can't be in just like any basic relationship. I used to be someone so damn depressed and I was a people pleaser. I used to walk into a room and look at my phone because I had really bad social anxiety. You name it. I was like, I was a basket case and I am very grateful for that version of me. I don't shame her ever because like I always say, she went through what she had to go through to birth me. And I had to be willing to be her to become this person. The soul has a plan and your job is to trust it because if I went against it, we wouldn't be here today. And I wouldn't like that very much because I am technically living my inner child dreams, speaking into this mic and running a self-improvement business. I think that's what, like seriously, it's beautiful. I need to pinch myself sometimes, but we all deserve to experience that. So be mindful. It's not that difficult. Sit with yourself, look in the mirror and cry if you have to, allow yourself to break. You're not going to die. The only thing that is going to pass away is the old version of yourself. And even though it's a painful and uncomfortable process, much like a caterpillar turning into a butterfly, it's the best thing you will ever do for yourself. I just want to say this really quick. I isolated myself for a big portion of 2022 because I wanted to sit with myself and really allow myself to feel my emotions. If there's any pain that I might have buried because life was moving so fast or something I just didn't tend to, I wanted it to come up and I knew it would happen in isolation because you were cutting yourself off from the world, from running around all day, from you name it, relationships that distract you. And you are forced to really sit with yourself and get real. And you guys, it's brutal. It really is. Like no one in the right mind wants to deliberately just do that. But you must be willing to. Even for just a good three or four months of your life, you will not regret this. Focus on you silence the world, go to the gym, eat healthy, do your meditations, and your glow up is going to be so insane. No one will recognize you and you will have to reintroduce yourself. And believe me, I am big on reintroducing myself every so often. Like if you knew me six months ago, you genuinely don't know me today. 
you have to continuously ask me what I'm up to because it's always changing or always growing. I will never be in the same place, which brings me to my next tip, your mystery. Your mystery is intriguing. It's beautiful. It really speaks of that yin energy, the darkness, the unseen realm that we don't have access to with our eyes, with the naked eye. It leaves so much mystery because there are so many things we can't see. There's so many things we can't hear, like trees and plants singing 24-7 or the earth's rotation making noise. We can't hear or see any of these things, but they're there and we have to trust that they're there. And of course, there's been studies that prove these things, but we live knowing that it's there, knowing that we can't see or touch it. These things can only be felt and your mystery is the same way. You're leaving someone guessing because you're always changing. You're always shifting your energy and not in a toxic way, but in a way that's ever evolving because you're open to receive this. Even though it's difficult, you've chosen this path of evolution. You become so intriguing and magnetic for women out there, men that embody a sacred masculine core. They love this. They love that mystery in you. They love it, okay? So they eat it up. And I'm just letting you know right now, it's okay to do this, but not deliberately. Because at that point, you're using your masculine energy to try and force something that's not natural. The key to any type of creation and really being in tune with energy is the feeling of it's natural. It's just a fact. It's just who you are. You're not trying to be this person you are this person. And if you need some help becoming this person, download my two-day workshop at the link in the show notes, or you can just go to my website and download it, you guys, because I am helping so many people do this. You have got to become someone else. And this is, of course, conscious manifesting because you're making an effort to do this. But once you get in the groove and you develop those new habits, you no longer need to consciously manifest. You just become a magnet and all of the things that you think about, you align with and they present themselves in your reality. So go through these steps. It's okay. Take baby steps if you have to and get it done. The last step I want to talk about is vulnerability. Open up babe, because it's not only very attractive to be vulnerable, it is power. And this is a major lesson that I had to learn because like I've said before in previous episodes, I was so closed off, not realizing that it was not an attractive trait to someone that is emotionally available, someone that is healed, someone that is of high value or high quality, which to me is a healed person. I don't say those words just to like fit my ideas of what a great person should be. I use the term high value to describe someone that has done the inner work. That's it. I realized this was a major game changer for me and who I attracted into my life and what I attracted into my life. And the great Marilyn Monroe, of course, was so sexy because she was super vulnerable with men. And the reason for this is because this kicks in males with masculine cores protection mechanism. And this is their natural role to protect the feminine, to lead the feminine. They feel the need to protect you when you are vulnerable. 
And I love this so much. I love it because it's not only hot for them, but it's hot for me too. I am attracted to masculine core men who go after what they want, who have courage because they have healed the feminine part of themselves and really connected with her. So that person is able to then connect with me as the physical embodiment of the feminine polarity. And this is how you develop sacred unions if that's not one already, which if you ask me, it is. So yeah, practice vulnerability. You can start by maybe being vulnerable with your mom or your dad. For most people, this is a big step because most people have mother and father wounds. If you think about it, there's no classes for parenting. You can check out my episode on conscious parenting. I'm not going to get into it today, but it's something to definitely check out because we're basically all just expressions of the childhood version of ourselves. That's what we do, what we are, the way we think. It explains so much. It explains everything. So check out that episode if you want to learn how to heal your mother and father wounds and why it's important. But yes, be vulnerable with your parents. Start with that and then maybe work your way up to your partner or maybe start with your partner. I know that's what I did. So definitely just practice opening up. It'll be the most magnetic thing that you can possibly do. So thank you once again for tuning in to Ethereal Girl podcast and my Becoming Her series. I'm so grateful for you guys. As always, I love you. And if you haven't joined the community, I'm putting the link in the show notes. There's challenges, there's networking with like minds, which I think is amazing. Stay tuned for the next episode in the series.